Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. The advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. Sophia Stiles will play one more season of college basketball, and the former Montana Gatorade Player of the Year will play outside of the Treasure State for the first time in her basketball career. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. On Thursday afternoon, the Missoulian confirmed with Stiles that she had entered the NCAA transfer portal. The two-time Gatorade Player of the Year from Malta was a second-team All-Big Sky selection as a fifth-year senior for the Lady Grizz last season. Stiles, who missed time with injuries her first two years at Montana, gets a sixth year because of the year she and so many other college basketball players players had impacted because of COVID-19. Styles celebrated senior night along with classmates Sammy Fackin, Abby Anderson, Kylie Froelich, and Naya Morris-Nelson in February. First-year head coach Brian Holsinger implied that none would return to the Lady Grizz. Fackin did not play college basketball during the pandemic-impacted season, but earned a final year of eligibility through the NCAA last month. She will, in fact, return for her last year at Montana. Montana added former All-Big Sky point guard Gina Markson as a transfer from Idaho earlier this offseason. And finally, ex-Montana statewide receiver Travis Johnson was cut by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers earlier this week after Johnson was charged with driving under the influence. The 25-year-old was arrested at 3 a.m. Monday morning. Johnson was on Tampa's practice squad when the Bucs won the Super Bowl two seasons ago. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. Today's playlist is brought to you by all the knuckleheads I played golf with yesterday. <laughs> Great time at the Grizzly Scholarship Association tournament up in Helena, Montana. 
fun catching up with a formal a couple of former Grizz DNs, Andy Pedic and, and Ryan Featherston, both Capital City products who both wore number 37 for the Grizz. Also great just playing in the group we played in. And uh, Pedic was bumping the tunes all day. So all these tunes, these are just the ones I had the most fun listening to yesterday on the course. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, maybe the ESPN Montana app, no matter how you're tuning in. Thanks so much for being here. Stay tuned about 15 minutes from now. We got free pizza for you. It's Friday Pie Day presented by Front Street Pizza. We are going to give you a chance to just call us and boom, there you go. Free large pizza courtesy of Front Street Pizza. Where is it at? Well, Front Street, right below Rome Student Housing right there by the old public library. Some of the best pizza in Missoula. Stay tuned for that. Friday Pie Day, Front Street Pizza. Missed anything in the first hour of the show? Fun show so far. Give you a little Pal Heads update. Give you a little Sophia Styles update. Give you a little Idaho State assistant coach with a felony update. Yikes. Also talked a bit of the NBA Finals. Heard from Ethan Abbott on his way to Montana State for uh, on a football scholarship. He's a product of Florence High School, a state champion this last year. We also heard from another state champion, a coach, Boris Cron. He's the head coach of the Florence softball team. Just sort of circumstantial that we had the two Florence guests. Um, you can find all of it on the Nuanas Now podcast, which is proudly presented by Sportsbet Montana, as well as The Advocates. Time now for the continuation of our senior spotlight. It's brought to us by Blaine McElmurray and McElmurray Homes. McElmurray Homes, elite when it comes to custom home building here in the Garden City. Blaine McElmurray and his crew have almost 20 years of experience in the general contracting world. And uh, they are also fierce supporters of high school sports around the state of Montana. Senior Spotlight highlighting some of the best female and male athletes from the Treasure State. We're joined now on the Rangers Brothers RV phone line by a young lady who's a senior at Sweetgrass County High School in Big Timber, Alyssa Beauchart. She is headed to Montana State to run track and field and recently part of a second straight Class B State Championship in the team edition for the Sheep Herders. Alyssa, thanks so much for being here. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Very well. Uh, very nice to talk to you. We've been following you uh, for a couple of years now because you've had such outstanding years uh, in track and field these last two years. So first and foremost, just take us through this last state meet. You guys were in the mix uh, for a second straight state title, and uh, you ended up getting it done. So uh, just compare and contrast. The, the first one when you were a junior to the second one when you are a senior, how did it all work? How did it all play out? And what do you think of being state champs back-to-back years? Uh, it definitely feels amazing being back-to-back champions. Junior year was definitely a surprise when we won. Uh, this year, I knew that we could do it. Everyone knew that we could do it, and we just all worked hard and pushed each other in every race or jumping or if you were throwing just to do your best. Does it come with any pressure when you do return a lot of, of the great athletes from when you win a lot of the – when you win the, uh, the state championship as a junior? There was a little bit of pressure, but we kind of just pushed the pressure to like the back of our minds and try to focus on doing the best that we can individually and not letting the pressure affect us. Well, it was very fun to follow and uh, a lot of great marks throughout. And uh, it took a, a full team effort, but what are some of your favorite parts of the meet? Uh, obviously, you yourself captured multiple state championships uh, individually in the 100 meters, the 400 meters. Uh, and the long hurdles. But uh, you mentioned just cheering your teammates on. Is there any performances that stood out to you or any ones that you'll really remember that really helped get you guys over the top? 
definitely our uh, four by four relay because my knee started hurting and I couldn't be, I wasn't able to run that race. So we had one of our freshmen run it and it was her first time running that relay and running at a state meet. So it was just a lot of fun to sit there and like cheer her on and have her do it since it was her first time. Well, how cool is that? That is a great moment for you and uh, one you and your teammates will always remember. Alyssa Boshar joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. She recently just captured three individual state championships and got a silver medal in the 200 as well at the Class B meet in Great Falls. Sweetgrass County, the Class B state champions in girls track and field uh, for the second year in a row. And uh, you mentioned your knee maybe hurting a little bit. You do so many events, I don't know how you could possibly keep it all straight. How, how do you do it? I mean, how do you keep yourself both mentally focused and physically conditioned to be able to do as many events as you do on a regular basis? There's definitely a lot of just sitting down and trying to calm down after being, like, super excited in a race and also just my legs are fried. So to just sit down and relax for a minute before I have to get back up and do it all again. Well, I always ask people this because uh, there's several different events in track and field that are grueling for uh, certain one reason or the other, right? And uh, you, in my opinion, run several of them. I think the 400 meters is right up there with the long hurdles, and those two are probably only rivaled by maybe uh, the 800, uh, just in terms of the the combination of how fast you got to run and how far you got to run. So is there one that you, you love and or hate more than the other ones? I definitely feel like I'd rather run an open four than do 300 hurdles again. <laughs> no doubt. Well, was was 300 hurdles new for you this year? Because I know that you won the short hurdles uh, as a junior, or I, I guess placed in the short hurdles as a junior. Uh, so was that something that was new to sort of your arsenal this year? Yeah, I only, I've only done 300 hurdles this year. I think state was my third time doing them. Wow. So you, you went out and, uh, and, scored points in, a, in an event you hadn't really done. I, I mean, what, was it mental, or how, how were you able to do that? Uh, definitely a mental game. I just, I really wanted to go out there and try to do my best for my senior year and to go out on top, and I knew that I could win that race. For sure. It's uh, it's fascinating that the mentality that goes into it, because you can't get your body as ready as you can, and that's a huge part of it, but also the toughness, overcoming it, and uh, performing when your best is needed is is all what makes track and field definitely one of my favorite sports. Alyssa Boshar here on our Senior Spotlight, presented by McElmurray Holmes. She is from Sweetgrass County High School there in Big Timber, headed to Montana State to run track and field. And uh, Alyssa, tell us about that part of it. I mean, what do you think of Montana State's track and field program, and, and what drew you to want to, to want to sign with the Bobcats? They have a great track and field program. Um when I went on my college visit there, it was really just the team chemistry that they had. They were super close and like almost acted like a family when I went. And they were super um, opening up to me and like letting me in. And their coach, their coach uh, Jay Turner, is super nice as well and knows a lot about track and field. Well, Coach Turner certainly do a great job. Lyle Weiss, the uh, director of track and field there at Montana, he's done a great job since taking over as well. Uh, so when you head to MSU, are they thinking of you as a sprinter then? Is that what you're going to concentrate on? Yeah. Uh, 
so are you excited then to maybe get rid of the hurdles <laughs> from, from your repertoire? I mean, what, what do you like about uh, the sprints and uh, how do you hope to sort of develop and excel in those events? Definitely excited to just do sprints. I will miss hurdles just a little bit, but just excited to be able to focus on like one or two things instead of like six. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I think you'll see yourself probably take off in your marks, too, when you can just concentrate mm-hmm. on, a, on a few things. Um, how about academically? Do you have any idea what you want to study? Uh, I'm going for nursing. Well, so Montana State, a top-notch nursing program, absolutely. One of the best uh, you're going to find. So uh, well, I mean, what has you interested in nursing? How did you first uh, decide that maybe that's what you wanted to pursue? I've always just kind of had an interest in, like, the medical field. And my brother is a paramedic, so that kind of drew me closer to it, too. Well, very cool. I'm, I'm sure you probably got to spend some time on Montana State's campus. Mm-hmm. What do you think of just the, the campus in general? The campus is very nice. It's very clean, and it's not too big, but it's not too small either. Well, it's uh, very exciting for you to be able to, to do this. And uh, uh, last question for you then here. You mentioned the family atmosphere there at MSU. It's uh, certainly part of the, the draw there to the track and field program. But they're also just rolling right along. I mean, they, they have become so good within the Big Sky Conference, second place at the Big Sky Outdoor Championships on both the men's uh, and the women's side uh, a couple weeks ago. And, and they've had some outstanding athletes, particularly a lot of outstanding athletes from the state of Montana that have been excelling there. Uh, at track and field uh, at Montana State. So how much do you think that success played into your decision to go there? And, and uh, has it sunk in yet for you that uh, you are going to be a part of uh, a really successful program in the Big Sky Conference? It definitely played a big part because I knew that all of those guys are very successful, even if they haven't made it as far to, far as other athletes there. They're still very successful and uh, making new PRs like every meet. And I'm very excited to join the team next year. I'm very excited to see how I can do. Well, it's, uh, it's awesome to highlight a lot of you uh, great athletes from all over the state of Montana as part of our Senior Spotlight. Alyssa Beauchard here on Nuanas Now. Alyssa, thanks so much. Best of luck with everything in the future. Maybe we'll catch up down the road. But uh, congratulations on an outstanding year, and thanks so much for being here with us uh, on ESPN Radio. Yeah, thank you. Senior Spotlight, presented by Blaine McElmurray, McElmurray Homes. McElmurray Homes, one of your premier custom home builders here in the Garden City. They put great detail and great care into each and every one of their projects. Blaine McElmurray and his team, also fierce supporters of high school athletics across the state of Montana and proud to bring you, for the third summer in a row, our Senior Spotlight, highlighting some of the best senior boy and girl athletes from across the Treasure State. Nuanas now. The time has come. How about a little Friday pie day? Who wants some free pizza? Front Street Pizza has delicious pizza. They they traditionally source it. That means that the dough is coming in from New York City. They got this cheese as special ordered. It's going to be so delicious no matter what when you get it because of the details that they put into the ingredients we got a piping hot large pizza for you. All you have to do is call us right now, Friday Pie Day, presented by Front Street Pizza. Caller number 3-406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. 
Call number three. We got a free pizza to Front Street Pizza. All you got to do is call. Give Andrew your name. He'll take it. He'll call down there. You go pick up the pizza. Boom, you got yourself a little Friday night dinner. How cool is that? A little Friday pie day presented by Front Street Pizza. Call number three, 888-1029. How about a little fun? This is a good one. We did it later in the afternoon. So that means I was uh, cranked up a little bit, finally. Yeah, I'm not a morning guy. I'm an afternoon guy, evening guy. It's my work schedule. It's been that way for 16 years. It's how it's going. You know, I'm at my most alert and awake, mostly because I've been drinking my Florence coffee, especially on Fridays like today, you know, late in the afternoon. So ready to roll. Carolyn, our good friend, the chicken doesn't know sports, she swung by earlier. We started recording about 3 o'clock today, so just a little bit before this show. And it's a funny one. The Chicken Doesn't Know Sports, presented by Buff City Soap of Missoula, as well as the AC Hotel. Some laughs, some fun times, and some free craft cocktails on the other side. Don't touch that dial. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Sports Bet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sports Bet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sports Bet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sports Bet Montana location or by using the Sports Bet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sports Bet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sports Bet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sports Bet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Sophia Styles will play one more season of college basketball, and the former Montana Gatorade Player of the Year will play outside of the Treasure State for the first time in her basketball career. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. On Thursday afternoon, the Missoulian confirmed with Styles that she had entered the NCAA transfer portal. The two-time Gatorade Player of the Year from Malta was a second-team All-Big Sky selection as a fifth-year senior for the Lady Grizz last season. Styles, who missed time with injuries her first two years at Montana, gets a sixth year because of the year she and so many other college basketball players players had impacted because of COVID-19. Styles celebrated senior night along with classmates Sammy Fackin, Abby Anderson, Kylie Froelich, and Naya Morris-Nelson in February. First-year head coach Brian Holsinger implied that none would return to the Lady Grizz. Fackin did not play college basketball during the pandemic-impacted season, but earned a final year of eligibility through the NCAA last month. She will, in fact, return for her last year at Montana. Montana added former All-Big Sky point guard Gina Markson as a transfer from Idaho earlier this offseason. And finally, ex-Montana State wide receiver Travis Johnson was cut by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers earlier this week after Johnson was charged with driving under the influence. The 25-year-old was arrested at 3 a.m. Monday morning. Johnson was on Tampa's practice squad when the Bucs won the Super Bowl two seasons ago. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory.
Yo, 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 what's up? Fun times ahead. Well, what's up, everybody? Usually I have like 10 different things uh, in the the pop culture world that I sort of and don't really pay attention to for our good friend Carolyn. But today, I don't know why. I don't, I don't know. You want to know why? It's because it's why? finally nice outside. Yeah. So I haven't been paying attention. I, I do actually have one pop culture thing for you. Okay. My mother told me the Johnny Depp trial yes. has completed. It is, yes. I didn't follow this in any form or fashion except for the hilarious like little Instagram reels of him talking about his mega pints of oh, wine, yeah. right? And, I celebrated uh, with a mega pint. <laughs> and then whatever you told you told me, that's it. That's all I yeah. got on this. So, uh, well, he he won his defamation. Okay, so they were Sweet. suing each other. So who's he, this lady? This is his ex girlfriend. His ex wife. Ex wife. Okay. How many times has Johnny Depp been married? Once. This is it. This is only. He might have been married once when he was really really young. young yeah. But he he was okay. with uh, Kate Moss. And, and another lady, Vanessa, and he was, had children with her, and they were together for many, many years, like okay. 15 years. He was married to Amber Heard for one year. Wow. But this woman, uh, you know what they say about crazy women? <laughs> sure. Do you know what they say about crazy I mean, women? Uh, yes. So, my track record indicates such, <laughs> uh, that I have firsthand experience with so this. So I certainly. think that kept him hanging on. You know what I mean? Sure. So anyway, she she's a crazy woman. He, listen, they were toxic together, but the 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 whole point of this trial was for Johnny Depp to clear his name, and okay. he did. And he is now the most beloved human. And he won fifteen million dollars too. Yeah, but she's not gonna be able to pay that. There's no way. I don't even think. What he is wants it? Why is she, is is she famous? Well, she wasn't. Is she was famous in, beyond being Johnny Depp's ex-wife? She was an Aquaman. Wow. Uh, and she's I, been in a few movies, but it's no. It's so funny that Aquaman became a thing. So I, I only think of Vincent Chase and Entourage when I think of oh, Aquaman. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. No, uh, Jason Momoa was Aquaman. Right. Isn't he, like, considered the most beautiful man in the world by some of you women? Yeah. You know, he, I just, I worry he would, he smells bad. And same with Johnny Depp. Like, Johnny Depp has tobacco, wine breath. <laughs> You know it. <laughs> the other thing that I think a lot of people miss with the super famous guys is so many of the famous stars are so short. Like yeah. Tom Cruise is so short. Oh, yeah. He's like Everybody five, knows Mark Wahlberg's short because he kind of like plays the short guy yeah. or whatever. But there's some short guy. Bruce, yeah. Bruce Willis is really short, I think. That's fine. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's Brad not. Pitt, is, I think, is short. Is he? Uh, shorter. Definitely. Not six feet tall, I don't think. Maybe. I don't know. It is the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports here on Nuwana's Now ESPN Radio. Oh, one other thing. What? You're on Yellowstone again. Yes, that's you, right. You skipped was, work all week to go hang I, out with your I best friend, Kevin. Took the day off on Tuesday. See, this is the thing is most people would be like, man, I'm going to go act in this uh, big time TV show. It's totally worth taking work off for. But Carolyn probably makes way more money here than you do as an actress, <laughs> right? Yes, I'm just rolling in the dough. <laughs> we have teenagers, so that's impossible. Yeah. No, I uh, Tuesday I was... On set, okay. downtown Missoula in the Garlington Law Can office. you spoil it for us? I cannot, absolutely. Okay. But okay. I can so tell you what I did, but I can't tell you details. You can't tell us any details? No. But they were at the courthouse because everybody was asking, they what's at, going on so downtown? they were at the courthouse Tuesday. On Monday, they were at Garlington, in the Garlington building, filming some scenes for the market equities okay. people. And I was a lawyer. Nice. And... So how's that work when you change roles, just broadly? 
I mean, I'm an extra. I'm not right. like an actual. But what if someone remembers, like, that was the chick that answered the phone? I don't think And it's the chick who doesn't know sports. Oh, my God. That, that's, I mean, it's not infeasible. I guess they don't really care because, like, the, the number of people that could actually make that connection probably all live in this town. And exactly. That's it. I don't think. And there's think, millions of people everywhere else. And my Facebook friends. Yeah, sure. I don't think anyone's right. going to notice that I was, I was kind of waiting for the director to remember me. Did he? No. Dang it. No, he did not. But... You need to do something to to make a bigger impression. I was going to ask him, what's a girl got to do to get a role on the show? <laughs> but then I thought he might get the wrong idea. Oh and God. I just meant, like, bake cookies or something. I almost, I, just said, I almost just said something so inappropriate. Yeah. And I'm so glad I didn't. I'm okay. glad you didn't, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I just... Uh, I was in the boardroom, and... She yelled something, and I got up and walked out. And I was, it was just myself and another extra that got up and walked out. So, like, we're probably going to be in the scene. Okay, one more thing to follow up on you, and this will actually lead us into the sports that you allegedly don't know about. You were texting me the other week about Steve Kerr. Yes. Uh, and, but then we never followed up on that. We did our segment, and we didn't even talk about Steve Kirk. Because you said, what's the deal with him? And I said, well, he played for your favorite team, the Chicago Bulls. You had no idea. Of course you had no idea. <laughs> and then I was like, he's the coach of the Warriors. And you're like, yeah, that's right. He's a coach. And you're like, he's my favorite coach. And he coached my favorite player, Steph. What made you think that? Because he gave the most beautiful, heartfelt, important right. speech at the end of... Uh, one of their games after the Uvalde shooting, and I don't want to get... Uh, I know why I didn't bring it up last week. We were trying to be light. That's right, that's right. Yeah, um, totally. So way to bring it down. But um, he just gave a really important speech, and I'm hoping that people, you know, that believe... You know, I hope people use their platforms for these important messages. Did you read your homework that I sent you? No, I did not. Okay, so I sent you the Wikipedia page for Steve Kerr's father. Dad. He was murdered, right? Steve, he was in fact assassinated. Okay. Uh, Steve Kerr's father was a, a, a sort of politician. I'm trying to Google it right now. Um, he was in a different country. He was in Both. the U.S. Emirates, I believe. Oh, okay. The United right. States Emirates. Um, but, I mean, Steve Kerr has been... Uh, Outspoken politically, probably more than almost any head coach in professional sports. And uh, I I hope someday he gets into politics. I think Steve oh. Kerr, I honestly think that Steve Kerr has the acumen and the temperament to, I think he could be the president of the United States. I really do. Steve Kerr for president. I mean, Let's I don't do know. I, I, I mean, it would take a lot to, for him to get to that point, but yeah. he's a heck of a lot better candidate than a lot of the people we got. Very well on. spoken, very emotional, but not like a woman. I'm just kidding. Good, but like very. Good leader. He has yes. a lot of empathy because he experienced such adversity yes. in his life. Yeah. Yeah. He's sort of an underdog because he keeps fighting. Because, I mean, Steve Kerr is by no means like this gifted athlete. He's got phenomenal hand-eye coordination. He's decently tall. But he's one of the greatest shooters in NBA history. And you look at him and he's just kind of like this mouth. I mean, he's not look. He doesn't look like all the rest of the NBA players. Right. So, right. I don't know. I, th- I think he, all Does I'm he saying have, is I, I hope Steve Kerr stays in a uh, prominent leadership position Does he have for political a long time. aspirations? You know, I don't do know. know. He's been asked that a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's trying to win an NBA championship right, right. now, so he's a little uh, preoccupied. How's that going? They... Last night was unbelievable. Steph Curry was vintage Steph Curry. He hit six three-pointers in the first quarter. The Warriors were just cooking. Then the Celtics came all the way back, and they stole the whole game. They won the third quarter, or the fourth quarter, excuse me, by 20 points. And uh, it was one of the craziest comebacks I've ever seen. For them to come off of a Game 7 when the Warriors had had more than a week of rest and go into Oakland and then win the fourth quarter like that, it was unbelievable. Yeah. Steve Kerr's sweating right now because, I mean, it was... 
I mean, I think 90-something percent of the money in Vegas was on the Warriors. Oh like, everybody gosh. in the world thought the Warriors were going to win game one. So, wow. uh, not going that great for uh, the Warriors so far, but it's only one game. Okay. Well, go Warriors. That's who I'm voting for. Chicken doesn't know sports. Uh, ESPN Radio. Good friend Carolyn in studio with us. We're recording this on a Friday, actually, like, right before the show. This is the closest you've ever talked on the radio to showtime. I know. I should have just made you stay. No, I couldn't. I had I got to get Ben to work and stuff. So. Carpool, just driving everywhere. Momming, just always be momming, you know? Yeah, I, you know, I think that the thing I just really didn't realize when I was a kid, now that I'm an adult that has all these friends and colleagues and coworkers that have all these kids... I mean, God, how did our I don't know. I don't know how my parents did it. It's, uh, especially I don't know when, how you do it. Especially when gas is four seventy a gallon. Oh, it's cost me $77 me too. to fill up the other day. Gross. Oh, my gosh. All, All right, right. What else you got on your list? Um, let's do some fun stuff. Okay. So do you know who Jim Cat is? Cott? Jim Cott. Uh, uh, the MLB uh, announcer. Yeah, he's a former pitcher. Jim Cott actually might even be from Montana. He was uh, inducted in the Baseball Hall of Fame last year, and he's been a broadcaster for decades. Okay. Uh, he is not from Montana, excuse me. I'm thinking of somebody else. Who am I thinking of? I'll remember in a minute. There is there is a prominent pitcher uh, of that same era that's from Billings. But, you know, Jim Cott, well, you're right, was all inducted in the Hall of Fame last year, pitcher for a really long time. He's 83 years old. Okay. And uh, he looks like the sweetest little man. But uh, on uh, the other night, he was announcing the New York Yankees game, and he called Nestor Castor, Nestor the Molester. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> So, live on air. Um, Nestor. Yikes. Nestor the molester thought it was funny and knew that there was no ill will. He just was talking. But I guess this isn't the first time he's made an honor mistake. Uh, mm. A couple years ago, he made a slavery reference about a player oh, that was geez. up to bat. So, I don't know if maybe he's losing it a little bit. I mean, 83. Yeah. Maybe time to hang up the mic? What do yeah, you think? I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I hope I... Well, I don't know, actually. I was going to say, I hope I'm not still working when I'm 83, but I actually hope I am. Maybe just not in live radio capacity. What would you be doing at 83? Writing. Writing. Yeah, I'll write for the rest of my life. Okay. A lot of stuff to write. Yeah, sure. Get it out there. <laughs> you got to. Um, okay. LeBron. <laughs> okay, I have no idea where this is going. He has reached billionaire status. He has. Do you know? So I believe that makes him the fourth athlete. That's the a third NBA player. Do you know third who the NBA, other yeah, two Jordan are? Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson. Kobe. Kobe. Yeah. Magic Johnson is not a billionaire yet. With that, all of his massive enterprise. That's according crazy. to TMZ, the only NBA players that are reached billionaire status were Jordan and Kobe, and maybe that's whilst playing. Wow. Magic Johnson's net worth is. Only, quote-unquote, $625 million. Oof, he's got some work to do. He needs to open <laughs> some more theaters and car dealerships. I, did, I guess that's probably actually why Magic, because Magic owns more businesses probably than anybody. Oh, I bet, yeah. But your margin, you know, he probably owns 100 movie theaters, and yeah. those are making good money, but it's not like... Well, COVID didn't help. Right, but it's not also not like owning the, you know... Top Gun's probably helping. <laughs> is he in Top Gun? How's that? No, the new Top Gun. What does that have to do with anything? Oh, movie, movie theaters. theaters. Right, Jeez, sorry. pay attention, Gosh, sir. I know, I'm sorry. I'm just all over the place today. It's okay. Uh, so that's cool. Yeah. Uh, not surprising, but incredibly impressive that he did it before he retired. Yeah. Tiger Woods and and, uh, and LeBron James are the only two that attain that status while being athletes, right? Well, Kobe 
Well, I guess was was Kobe a billionaire by the time he retired, or did I he always forget that he Andrew retired. producer Andrew yeah, shaking his head right. behind the glass. Right. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. So to do it before you even have like full time to dedicate to it, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, speaking of billions and the NBA, like my segue, I'm yeah. getting good at this. Well, you are getting good at this. Nike's Phil Knight. Yeah, I heard of him. Tried. <laughs> have you heard of the man? You just said that like you were. This was you'd never heard of Phil Knight until this. I mean. No. Wow. If he gets, if he I mean, heard poops in his bed, I'll hear about I him. I just, but you know, no. I mean, Phil Knight is certainly one of the. I'm sure top I knew. Who he, I'm I sure mean, I knew who it was. I just. I don't know. Anyway, it's, he tried to buy the Portland Trailblazers yep. for two billion dollars. Two billion. The Allen Group, who owns the Trailblazers, Paul said no. It is right. not for sale. Right. The team is worth two point zero five billion. Yeah. So that. 0.05 billion. Do you think if he had come back a 2.1? Well, Paul Allen, the late Paul Allen, uh, I mean, the, the Blazers were one of his favorite assets. I believe Paul Allen's a Microsoft guy, Microsoft executive once upon a time. Uh, and he, I, I, I'm not surprised that the family would not want to to sell no matter what the price. Even what if he came back and said 5 billion? I think that... Or is it more of an emotional, like... Well, so here's the... This is so interesting, right? Um, so many pro sports team. I guess, how, what, how do I want to frame this? If you run a pro sports team like a business and a business alone, likely that team's not going to be that good, mm -hmm. especially in the NBA. Because good business would be to stay within a budget and things like that. But to be really good, you, like the NBA has a salary cap, but if you go over the salary cap, you have to pay a luxury tax. But most of the good teams like Golden State, they don't care. Yeah. Because they're like, we're going to sell so many tickets and so many jerseys if we pay Draymond Green and Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and all these guys. Um, that said, I mean, to own a pro sports team, I mean, we just talked about these billionaire athletes, right? Yeah. Magic Johnson and Michael Jordan have both been trying to buy their way into pro sports for a long time, and they can't even afford it. That's how rich you have to be. Like, wow. This is only the richest of the richest of the rich. So most guys like this or most owners like this, they're not trying to make money off of their team. They just want to own the Blazers. Like Paul Allen's family just wants, wants to, to own, own the Blazers. Well, they're the top one of the top 15 NBA most valuable teams. Are there even 15? I don't so know. So there's, well, there's 30 NBA teams. Okay. 30 or 32 hours. Get well, they're the mixed top up between the NFL. Yeah, I mean, I believe it. Well, the, I mean, the Trailblazers are, I believe, it's probably the Oklahoma City Thunder and the uh, probably Portland, probably Salt Lake, the Jazz, are the smallest markets for yeah. the NBA. But there's no NBA team in this whole region. So they have the whole draw of the right. whole Pacific Northwest all the way into Montana. So, you know, it's Are you kind a Trailblazers of a, fan? Well, I've always liked the Trailblazers. I've been to more Trailblazers games than any other NBA game just because that's the closest place. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not surprised. By the way, to confirm, Paul and yes, the co-founder of Microsoft, Phil Knight. Yes, the uh, <laughs> founder of Nike, if you didn't know that part. I do now. Now you do. That's, I'm the chick who doesn't know sports. I don't know why this is always such a shock to you. Chick who doesn't know sports here on ESPN Radio. We got some smelly stuff yeah, here coming up. Yeah, do you want to smell up. this stuff? Yeah, I do. Give me, okay, the, give me this so we can get this so in. So Buff City Soap okay. gave us some, gave you some soap to try because you stink. Okay. Just kidding. Thanks. So this is Ferocious Beast. Ferocious Beast. I like that smell. Wow. That is nice. Yeah. This is Kraken. Wow. It's very clean. This one smells very clean. Wow. And this one's called Buff City Brunch. 
So if you're a regular, if you're a regular around here, you know that I like fixate on. I, I get something in my head, and then I fixate on it for a while, and like study it. Mm-hmm. The thing I've been studying lately, I've said this before when we do these reads, is soap. Mm-hmm. So I'm reading the ingredients here, and uh, this is high quality soap. It is high I didn't, I didn't, soap. I didn't doubt that it was, but plant based, uh, just what you want. I yeah, think like the four natural, ingredients. the natural oils, the natural fragrances. This soap lathers up so beautifully. Like. <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but no, I, it, you really do great. notice a difference between that and the stuff you buy at the grocery store Absolutely. or Walgreens or whatever. Now, Absolutely. this is beard oil, and oh, it's, yeah. it's got a kind of naughty name, Commando. Commando, give me it. But I'm going to wear some it smells right good. Can't wait. So, Buff City Soap is in the Northgate Plaza up by near Albertsons. Um, locally owned and operated. They have the most beautiful soaps, oils, lotions. Oh, um, man, that smells good. Doesn't that smell good? Yep. Um, laundry soap, you know, all the things you need and you can feel really good about buying it because it's natural, plant-based, made here locally. I mean, they make everything here locally. So check them out, Buff City Soap. Check out their Instagram, Buff City Soap Missoula. You're just lathering it in your head. Oh yeah. That's what happens when you go Mr. Clean. You can put the oil everywhere. That's right. Exfoliate the scalp. That's right. To sunscreen that thing this summer. I know. I, I've been uh, giving it little doses, you okay. know, just to kind of get it in. All right. Uh, all right. Well, thank you to Buff City Soap for their continued sponsorship of the Chicken Nose Sports. All right. What else you got? We only got like three minutes left. We're tight today. Tons of guests. Okay. All right. This one's quick. <laughs> I might have two. I might have one. Notre Dame, this okay. is breaking news, yeah. has changed their fight song. To what? How? Why? So, what has it been? It has Stand been, up and cheer? It, well, it says, uh, there's a line in it that says, Sons in Honor. Sons and Otter, Honor, or something like that. Sure. And they they added sons and daughters. Oh, look at them. Because 50 years ago this year, they allowed women in the undergrad program. All so right. there we go. Notre Dame. Gotta love it. All right, last one. Last okay. week, right. I told you Sierra and Russell Wilson adopted a dog and named it Bronco. That's right. So Sierra decided uh, to post a video of herself dancing on a Ford Bronco, twerking and getting wild and uh she's really embracing this bronco life i hope he doesn't get traded that would be awkward i'm just so surprised he didn't get traded to vegas i thought she was gonna try to force the hand to get to vegas so she could have a a residency residency. i don't think she's good enough for a residency whoa i'm sorry why because you have to have so many songs i think you have to have yeah she's not there 20 songs that people would more than that really yeah yeah Hmm. so sorry sierra Damn. You're stuck in Denver. Harsh. Anyway, that's all I got. Uh, AC Hotel downtown, proud presenter of the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports. Uh, what do they they got going on down there right now? Well, you can win two craft cocktails if you call in now and say... Text you, us. Oh, yeah, text can us. Can Sierra... Does, is Sierra prominent enough to have a residency? Yes or no? Is Sierra more famous than Macklemore? Longtime listeners will uh, will get my joke. Uh, either way, just text us, 888-1029, couple vouchers to the AC Hotel downtown Missoula. Can I say one thing about the AC? Of course you can. On these glorious days, they have these floor-to-ceiling windows that they open up wow. in the bar, and okay. so you feel like you're on a patio, but like you're in the bar, but you oh, it is glorious. And they have a new summer menu out right now, so hit them up. Gotta love it. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, take you home here on your Friday right after this. Keep it tuned. 102.9 FM, ESPN Missoula. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. 
You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Sundown 45 minutes to the daddy. Check it for the kid. I had a chin check him big move. And we teach him big lessons over here. I've been trying so hard to not like Jack Harlow, but I think I like Jack Harlow. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Also, ESPN Montana app. Go get it in your life. Happy Friday. Hope you're having a phenomenal end to your week. It's finally nice. It's been nice all week. I know there's rain again tomorrow, but uh, just keep on telling yourself. It's going to make the smoke less bad uh, later on. Thanks so much for kicking it with us. What do you uh, What do you think of Jack Harlow? You're a hip-hop guy. Andrew Houghton, our producer in the back. What do you think of Harlow? Uh, pretty agnostic. Yeah, okay. Okay, so I, I, I haven't liked his... He's become way more popular lately. Uh, it's too... How do you say? It's too bubblegum for me lately. Yeah, interesting. Uh, and uh, but my brother showed me that album, which has actually been out for uh, hand, you know, probably six or seven years now. That's his early stuff that we were just playing. That's yeah. not his big pop album because no, no. I couldn't even find that. I could barely right. find that song on Spotify. I had to go to YouTube. Totally, yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's gotten worse. I don't know. Here's here's the, the my question. That, for- the, the, the thing that killed me was the Kentucky Derby thing, getting carried <laughs> off by his. He is like entourage or security guards or whatever, whoever these people are, the, the people that he brought there to protect him or something, whatever. He was wearing his fancy Kentucky Derby getup, and Jack Harlow had nice shoes on. He didn't want to get him muddy. It was raining there, Churchill Downs, and so he had him carry him out, out of the track. Uh, one of the funniest images I've seen in 2022. That was, that was great. Here's my question for you, Coulter, on Jack Harlow. Like, what differentiates him from, like, guys of his phylum? And I don't want to be stereotypical here, but, like, sure. the white rapper thing is is always comes up with these guys. What For differentiates sure. him from some of those guys who have filled that lane before? Like, I don't know, uh, Mac Miller or, like, an Asher Roth or g Easy or any of those guys. I mean, nothing, because those guys you just named are all way better lyrically and way better flow. Well... Like, uh, so that, I think that I mean the I, you're nailing it. I mean I got I think that the differentiate what differentiates him is sampling previous pop pop bubblegum songs. Like when you sample a Black Eyed Peas song, it's like all right, well, yeah, I don't know. It's not my shtick. He's he's nowhere near any of those guys you just named. I know that. But but I am kind of like liking the old stuff a little more than I thought I was gonna. I don't you, know. You're getting into it, and I think it's. Uh, undeniable that he has a little sort of sense for the culture. Like he's, sure. he's tapped into the zeitgeist or whatever. I remember. That, that, I think that's it. He, if, if you're like a tw- 19 to 20 
four-year-old male right now. I think that he's nailing it with that age demographic. Well, every generation of 19 to 24-year-old males gets their white rapper for their generation, <laughs> and he's just the one for the current one. Well, the one of my generation was uh, as good as it gets. Uh, nobody has touched the, uh, the one and only Marshall Mathers. And I'm not just talking, you know, any sort of... Uh, racial connotations here. I'm just talking period. He's one of the top five dead or alive for sure. And uh, uh, what a fascinating saga that was to follow as a kid too. I never forget the first time I got the first Eminem album. I listened to it when it first came out when I was probably in sixth or seventh grade. And uh, uh, the shock rock guys of the seventies got nothing on that. That album was so hard, so weird and like, Immature, but also so sweet and like over the top and outrageous and a circus and also just flat. It was just amazing. And then obviously the run after that was almost unprecedented in hip hop or I mean really in in music. I mean Eminem was the biggest star in music, right? I mean the early two thousands. Yeah. Yeah, legitimate cultural phenomenon. It's it's interesting the generational gap here because by the time I started listening to Eminem, I got the tail end of that run. And like by the time I started listening seriously to him, it was like the recovery, relapse run where he was still fire, but he didn't have the same sort of... Uh, hold on the culture. So I just I missed it by just a couple years. Fascinating. Uh, we we were trying to keep on pace with our variety of awesome guests today. By the way, uh, fun show today. We uh, talked some Lakers basketball. We talked some Missoula Paddleheads. We talked some Idaho State football. Uh, the tragic news out of Idaho State. There, uh, one of their assistant coaches, Devontae Neal, arrested on first-degree murder charges. So that was an intense uh, headline to read and an intense story to research. And uh, we also heard from Ethan Abbott, a Florence High School senior who's headed to Montana State to play football. Heard from Morris Cron, who's the head coach of the Florence softball team, back-to-back state champions. Also heard from our good friend Carol in the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports and our senior spotlight continued with Alyssa Beauchart. She's a senior at Sweetgrass County High School in Big Timber, headed to Montana State on a track and field scholarship. She has won uh, a lot of medals at the Class B level the last two years, and uh, the Sheep Herders back-to-back Class B girls state champions in track and field. You can find all that stuff on the Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by Sportsbet Montana and the Advocates. We only have about eight minutes left of our week here at ESPN Radio, but we wanted to uh, talk about the NBA Finals. We were trying to stay on track, so let's do it right now. Last night... I was coming back from Helena, so I was listening to the, the radio broadcast, which was very enjoyable, and uh, the Warriors were shooting the lights out. The Celtics were somehow hanging tough, but it seemed like a back and forth, and then the Warriors' lead swelled to as many as 11 points. Then I had to run an errand, and I, I took the radio off, and uh, when I got home, I look at the TV, I look at Andrew, I'm like, what happened? The Celtics were up like 14. I think that the Warriors' lead has swelled to 11, and the Celtics were up double digits when I came home. And Boston gets, I mean, truly, I think this was one of the great game one wins in the NBA Finals by a road team. One of the most unlikely for sure. I think that uh, in Vegas, I think that 91% of the money was on Golden State as three-and-a-half-point favorites. So this was unexpected to be sure. And... Uh, Boston seizes control of the series early, and that makes Sunday's game again in Oakland on the Warriors' home court an enormous one. I mean, 
it doesn't even need to be said, but absolutely can't go down 0-2 going back to Boston. Yeah, that's right. And I think uh, the way in which it happens is even more of a shock for the Warriors going into game two because from what I saw, and I got home from the gym right as the third quarter started, so I watched the entire second half. I mean, it looked just like you would draw up a Warriors win. I'm sure it was every, right. what everybody in Vegas, when they were putting that money down, exactly what they thought were going to happen. Because sure. Steph shot the lights out early. Okay, the Celtics kept it close. And then the Warriors, as they always do, hit that run in the third quarter. And you're thinking, okay, this ends up and it's going to be a seven-point Warriors win. It's not going to be all that close. It's just business as usual. Uh, and the Celtics just didn't, didn't stick to the script. The This Celtics team, I said this actually I think earlier this week or maybe late last week, but the Celtics team has has coalesced like you hope a championship championship team will. This, this, this Celtics team is the exact example of what I have been screaming about on this radio show for almost five years. It'll be five years of ESPN Radio for me in August. The NBA is not NBA Live. It's not NBA 2K. It's not a fantasy draft. More elite one-on-one players on the same team does not make you better in basketball and in the NBA. You have to have a hierarchy. That's why the Golden State Warriors are the best team of the modern generation. But look what the Celtics did. They got rid of multiple headliners. Kyrie Irving, Gordon Hayward, uh, Kemba Walker. They replaced them with role players. This is what I've been always screaming and yelling about. The common fan would tell you, why would you ever, quote-unquote, downgrade from Kyrie Irving to Marcus Smart? Because you're better. Because then you can prioritize offensively with your two elite wings who are both, what, top? I mean, Tatum's a top five player for sure. Jason Tatum is. And, I mean, where's Jalen Brown? I mean, I'd take Jalen Brown over a lot of dudes in the league. So you got two, what, top 15 players? Top 20 Top 20. Players? Top 20, sure. But that's what you want because then you have... Al Horford, who can do a little pick and pop. He brings some veteran leadership. He orchestrates your defense. He's the captain in the middle. You got Marcus Smart, the first guard to win defensive player of the year in in a really long time, and the tough guy, the tone setter, the dude who's going to give you the snarl, ignite you. And their pieces fit so well together, and so, in my opinion, so much better together. Like, if I got Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, I'm taking Marcus Smart and Al Horford and you know, Grant Williams and the, the uh, you know, Robert Williams, the center, I'm taking these role players above a lot of the superstars and they are, they have come together under first year head coach, Ime Udoku. And last night when I was just reading about the, the aftermath of this game, I kept thinking to myself, man, this Celtics team might just have it. They might have the it factor. And uh, they, they have navigated what was this unbelievable surplus of assets whittled it down to have a couple elite players surrounded by a bunch of really good players. And uh, I think that's what went into it. And, and my whole thought on this series changed as, as of after last night, I, I still, I thought going into the series, it was going to be a seven game series in which golden state won. But, and I think, I think that that broad scenario could still play out, but it's going to go a whole bunch of different ways now with the fighting and scrapping and, and, Golden State's going to probably not have to go steal one in Boston, too, and that just makes the whole thing even more compelling. 
Well, that's right. I mean, like you said, game two now must win for the Warriors. Usual caveat applies here. We could be talking the completely opposite narrative after Sunday if the Warriors come back. And and their guys play as they've played in the playoffs so many times. Um, But it's a great point about the depth of the team. And and talking about the team-building part, I think obscures what a great job that Ime Udoka has done this year. Getting that team to coalesce and getting Tatum and Brown to take that step up. I mean, they were sort of unknowns a little bit coming into this year. I mean, young players with potential, certainly. Guys who had had some playoff experience, but nobody knew if they could take that next step. I mean, Jason Tatum, has lost, they've lost in the conference finals to uh, LeBron. They've been knocked out by the Bucks. Getting those guys to take the next step and then getting everybody else to fill into those roles around them is so important as a coach because we can talk about how great a fit Al Horford and Marcus Smart and Grant Williams are. Yes. Getting those guys to accept those roles and finding the right roles for them. For sure. Underrated sure. underrated part of making it happen. No, it absolutely is true, and uh, they deserve a ton of credit. I think that everybody in the organization deserves a ton of credit, and it. Uh, I guess the best way I could say it is, even though I bet the house on the Golden State Warriors last night, last night's win by the Boston Celtics made this NBA Finals a hell of a lot more fun. Have yourself a great weekend. The Game 2 of the NBA Finals comes up on Sunday, so they have a couple days off here. Uh, it's supposed to be rainy, rainy uh, tomorrow, but then uh, maybe some brighter skies later on. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit more about my golf tour coming up. Uh, that's going to begin this weekend. Got a gig with Golf Magazine, so very much excited for that, and uh, we'll be playing golf around the great state of Montana. One other news brief for you, and we'll continue to promote this throughout the next couple of weeks because it's definitely one of the most fun events of the summer, but All Nations Health Center, one of our great supporters here, at Missoula Broadcasting and the Missoula Paddleheads, who we are the official affiliates of. They are again hosting their Indigenous Heritage Celebration. This year it's going to be June 16th through the 18th. The 16th, you got a game uh, between the Paddleheads and the Great Falls Voyagers. They're going to have art vendors, community partners, and a grand entry. Then on the 17th, you're going to have a talent showcase featuring a, a variety of really talented Native peoples from this area. And then on the 18th, they're going to have a 5K fun run and walk and uh, a bunch of other stuff going on. It's always an awesome weekend with uh, great homage and celebration of our Native peoples here uh, in Montana. So very happy again to partner with All Nations Health Center and the Missoula Paddleheads to bring you Indigenous Heritage Celebration June 16th through the 18th down there at Oregon Park Allegiance Field. We'll be back at it at 4 p.m. on Monday. In the meantime... Have yourself a phenomenal weekend, and thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get 
commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.